We're talking with Tom Menig, one of the uh, favorite musicians of our Nevada County area for many, many years. Tom, of course, is in the Deadbeats and also has a recording studio, Silver Maple Studios here in, uh, is it Nevada City or Grass Valley where your studios are, Tom? Well, technically it's Grass Valley, but I'm actually out in Chicago Park. Oh, okay. Somewhere off of uh, 174? Out here off of 174. You've got a show coming up at the Miners Foundry Friday, February 25th, 8 p.m. The Deadbeats return to the Miners Foundry. I imagine you've probably played there 500 times over the years. I've played there many, many times going back to the mid 90s when the Deadbeats uh, formed. Yeah, that was probably one of the first big venues we played. And I always have a soft spot for the Miners Foundry. What was the first year that the Deadbeats got together? We got together August 4th, 1994 was our first show. And you remember the exact date. Why does that stick in your head still? Oh, well, it just stuck in my brain. I think I had the poster hanging around in my old studio for a while, so it kind of imprinted, you know? Yeah, we got together just on a whim. I think it was a Thursday night at the Mad Dogs and Englishman Pub in Nevada City. And, you know, we had a handful of friends that all knew a handful of dead tunes and got together and we had fun right from the get so we decided to keep with it and people seemed to enjoy it and there you go when you later here we are when you say uh we now i'm I'm assuming it was paul cam and your brother eric and who else and gary campus and a friend uh craig chamberlain at the time was on drums he was replaced a year later by robbie cop who is back in the deadbeats now yeah so that was the original lineup with uh, and also Dave Smith on keyboards, who now lives in Texas. Yeah, we played in that configuration for a good while, and then my brother Eric, after a couple of years, he was on bass. He had uh, a child on the way and didn't think he wanted to be in a band, so uh, we had our friend Rich Stanmeyer come to play bass, and he played with us for nine years. And uh, he returned to Nevada City last year during COVID to get out of Texas, and, okay. and we we played uh, some music with him while he was here, and it was awesome, because he hadn't lived in town for 20 years, and he's, he's a musician extraordinaire. What actually got you to want to be in a band, well, I guess you would call it a dead cover band to start with? Definitely a dead cover band. Well, I was not like a, a deadhead that followed the band around, but I definitely, I saw my first show in 1973 at UCLA and saw them a bunch of times and drove my mom's station wagon up and during high school to go see them at Winterland for the quote-unquote last ones, the last shows. I think I saw three nights of that and actually made it into the uh, Grateful Dead movie, brief crowd shot on myself. How many minutes in do you know? Can you tell us if we go one hour, 27 minutes, and 32 seconds in and look in the crowd, there you are? Well, I can tell you that it's right after, uh, it's towards the end of the movie, right after Morning Dew. Very cool. And there's a starry-eyed 16-year-old up near the front of the stage. There's probably like six people in the shot or something. We share something then, Tom, because I'm in a Grateful Dead movie too, except I heard that they've cut the end out where we were in. We were actually just in this giant white stretch limo coming out of Laguna Seca after the 83 show. Oh, wow. And they tagged that at the end of the uh, Touch of Grey video. But then I've heard that when you watch it on YouTube now, that's been cut and we're not even in that. But Yeah, well, I know I, I looked for the YouTube version of the Grateful Dead movie and I found Morning Dune. Of course, you know, they cut it just 
a few seconds before my exactly. My big, you know, <laughs> you know so. But if you know, if you watch the old VHS tape, it's on there, baby. Exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll swear to it. That's right. Well, here we are now in 2022, and the Deadbeats still rolling on. The music of the Grateful Dead is bigger than ever. You've gone through some changes in the last few years. Paul Cam has moved on to Achilles Wheel, and you brought yeah. in a wonderful guy to, uh, into the band. Yeah, Peter Wilson. I played with Peter since I moved up here back in the early 80s. And uh, yeah, Peter's a great guy and a true professional and a master of promotion and as well as many other things and a great guitar player. And so that's been, you know, a little transition period, but it's working out great. And also Robbie's wife, uh, Jen, Robbie Cop, the drummer, his wife, Jen Fernap, is singing with us as well, which is nice. Yeah, still enjoying it. We got together night before last and had a, a good time playing the music of the Grateful Dead. We're talking with Tom Menig from the Deadbeats, who also, you also have a recording studio, Silver Maple Studios. Uh, tell, yeah. us, tell us about that. Oh, it's a, you know, I, I set it up. I had a, a recording studio in Nevada City when I lived there in a little converted garage. And uh, when I went, came time to buy a house, I was definitely looking for a place that had room for a recording studio. So I found this place out here in Chicago Park and had an empty 1,400 square square foot area i thought that that's perfect and it, it's worked out great it's both my rehearsal space and a recording studio and it's it's not something i advertise it's it's kind of just word of mouth friend of friends kind of deal but i've done some fun projects out here what, and uh, what kind of projects over the years have you done like name a couple that were really fun for you well i've i've done a lot of the earls of newtowns uh recording projects in fact we're really close to finishing up a, an EP that they've been working on. I mean, we started it pre-pandemic, and it's been really hard to corral those guys. It's an eight-piece band, so kind of hard to get everybody at one time in the same space. But that's turned out really nice. Um, I've been working with my other band, Buckstar. We just finished up a record, which is yet to be released. Oh, yeah, that sounds exciting. Now, I've seen Buckstar over the years. Talk about them for a second. Well, it's, it's basically uh, the same personnel as the Deadbeats, only Peter's not in the band, and the keyboard player Glenn is not in the band, and second drummer Gary Campus is not in the band. So it's a pared-down operation, and we play, it's all originals, or mostly originals, 99% originals, written by uh, Glenn. My brother Eric plays bass in that band, Rob Kopp on drums, and we have the addition of Larry Tracy on pedal steel. And it tends to be a little bit more country-influenced, although we can pretty much cover any ground, you know? And aside from uh, you and your brother Eric, you also have another music star in your family. Talk about your daughter. Yeah, my daughter, Alila Diane, we recorded her first record. Jeez, it was like 2002, and... That ended up going gold in France, so she started a pretty big career over in Europe, and I've gotten to tour with her a number of times playing in her band, which has been awesome. And she's doing really well, and she also has a uh, new record that's slated for release this fall, and it's really good. And, you know, I've done some work over the years with her in the studio as well, you know, working on demos and uh, and such things. Her, her latest record is being produced by this fella, Tucker Martin, who's a really great producer, has worked a lot with Bill Frizzell, who's one of my favorite uh, guitar players. 
That must be really satisfying as a father and a musician to uh, have your daughter reach acclaim and success like she has. Oh, yeah, super proud of her. And, you know, when she was younger, I had no idea that she would want to pursue a career in music. She, you know, was a straight-A student, and, you know, I just didn't see it. I thought her, I thought maybe she'd become a doctor or something, but, yeah, she fell into my footsteps, and she's done really well and had a great career. She's an amazing singer, an amazing uh, songwriter. Yeah, I mean, she's been at it for a while now. She's got two kids, and she still goes and tours. I mean, she hasn't been since the pandemic, but after the release of her new record, she plans on going back on tour. In fact, I went on tour with her in 2019, just pre-pandemic, and did a short tour of Europe. I think we did two two weeks worth of dates there, and that was a kick. We just did it as a duo, and we released a uh, an anniversary vinyl release with the you know extended track list of her first record, Pirates Gospel, which was her her first big hit over in Europe, and so we were touring behind that. We got to dive into the past a little bit. You know, that was kind of fun. We're talking with Tom Menig from the Deadbeats. I got to tell you, Tom, the first band I ever saw when I moved here back in 2005 was a New Year's Eve show from the Deadbeats out at the Amaral Hall at the uh, fairgrounds. Oh, yeah. What year was that? I think that was New Year's Eve of 2005 into 2006. Yeah, that sounds about right. I lived down off McCourtney, and my wife said, hey, you know, there's this dead band playing on, on New Year's Eve and I go really well I, I didn't know anybody I just okay I'll go <laughs> go check it out yeah right down the road huh and I said maybe <laughs> I moved to the right town there you go thanks for Apparently welcoming have, yeah it was our pleasure yeah I mean I don't even remember half the shows we've done over the years I'm like really we play I know I remember playing at the fairgrounds opening for Los Lobos and also I remember playing at the fairgrounds opening for uh who, who I'm trying to think, always wears red overalls i say elvin bishop but elvin bishop that's the guy oh okay yeah you know elvin gave me one of the funniest lines ever in an interview when i says elvin you always dress very casually when you do your shows and he was wearing in overalls when we were doing the interview and he goes well you know felton i always like to be able to go fishing and then not have to change clothes when i go to work so that's right <laughs> so he was wearing his overalls that's that i remembered more than his name <laughs> Well, Tom, we certainly wish you the best with the Deadbeats. we got the show coming up Friday, the 25th of February at the Miners Foundry. And then do you know anything about uh, the Jerry Bash later on this summer? That had been a traditional thing until COVID hit out at Pioneer Park. Well, we're hoping it happens. We're optimistic. If they want to do it again, we are down for it. That's one of my favorite shows of the year. Always nice to play outdoors. We've been talking with Tom Menig from the Deadbeats. We'll see you at the Miners Foundry on the 25th and have a continued great career. Thanks, Dalton. Thanks for calling.